एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चार वर्क पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा एज ऑलवेज नवनीत होपफुली विल जॉइन अस इन अ बिट बट टिल देन आई हैव आदित एज ऑलवेज विद मी आदित वेलकम हेलो हेलो कुशल हेलो एवरीवन वाचिंग अस लाइव होप एवरीवन्स सो so obviously today's uh, so before we start today's discussion this is how we are going to frame today's discussion we start with the agony and pain as we dissect uh, the india versus south africa series first then we obviously will talk about the great virat kohli's resignation and we'll deal with all the issues there and then obviously you know england team is so nice i mean unko malum tha kushal teri podcast se 9 baje मंडे को इसके पहले ही टेस्ट मैच खत्म कर देते हैं ऑल आउट हो जाते ताकि तुम लोगों को परफेक्ट कंटेंट डिस्कस करने का टाइम मिले सो फ्रॉम द बॉटम ऑफ आवर हार्ट थैंक यू इंग्लैंड मतलब नहीं मतलब थैंक यू इंग्लैंड फॉर अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स इंक्लूडिंग देयर कैपिचुलेशन एंड देयर ट्रेजेडी एंड आई मीन इंग्लैंड के बारे में तो मुझे बहुत कुछ बोलना है इंग्लैंड के एक्स क्रिकेटर्स के बारे में हम कुछ ज्यादा ही बोलने वाले हैं आज यस यस आज हमारे पास बहुत कुछ है बोलने को आज आज हम लोग सबके पास बहुत कुछ होगा सो ओके आदित फर्स्ट व्हाट आई डू इज आई थिंक आई शुड स्टार्ट विद अ लिटिल बिट ऑफ अ स्टेटिस्टिकल एनालिसिस ऑफ व्हाट इज गॉन डाउन इन द सीरीज सो लेट्स स्टार्ट विद द बैटिंग फर्स्ट आदित सो आई एम गोइंग टू पुट अप द स्टैट्स ऑफ द सीरीज बैटिंग आई मीन यार सबकी बैटिंग की बात कर लो ओवरऑल बैटिंग की बात करते हैं इंडियन बैटिंग नेचुरली बिकॉज यू नो वी आर गोइंग टू लुक एट इट फ्रॉम एन इंडियन परसपेक्टिव वी आर वेरी ओपन अबाउट आर बायसिस वी आर इंडियन क्रिकेट टीम सपोर्टर्स एंड फैंस सो इट इज वॉट इट इज सो दिस इज एज यू सी ऑन द स्क्रीन दिस इज स्टैट्स डॉट ई एस पी एन क्रिकेट फोर डॉट कॉम सो लुक एट द इंटरेस्टिंग बिट द टॉप टू रन स्कोर ऑफ द सीरीज आदित आर Kev, uh, that that guy Peterson and Elgar, uh, mm-hmm. one has scored three fifties, one has scored two fifties. Then KL is there with one fifty and one hundred. Tempa mm-hmm. Bavuma with two fifties. Rishabh Pant with one hundred. He's the highest scorer for India, by the way. No, sorry, second highest. And mm-hmm. then you have Kohli with one fifty, one sixty-one runs. Rahane one thirty-six runs. Agar Mayank one thirty-five runs and Pujara one twenty-four runs. Funder Dusan one twenty-four runs. One hundred and seventeen runs. आर अश्विन इज 89 रन नाउ नाउ ओके साउथ अफ्रीका की बैटिंग की तो बाद में बात करेंगे क्योंकि आई थिंक पीटरसन वॉज आई वॉज रियली इम्प्रेस बाई दैट गाय आई वॉज रियली इम्प्रेस विद दैट गाय इज बैटिंग बट ओके सो आदित फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल वाई डू यू थिंक वी लॉस्ट द सीरीज <laughs> well i mean you're showing it right i think the first interesting statistic uh, apart from these would be if you subtract the highest subtract score the high- from the indian batsmen's uh, total tally right if you take out 123 from rahul kl rahul's uh, innings he only gets 103 runs in five innings which is not enough at all right if you take out 100 runs not out from rishabh pant's six innings uh, he gets 86 uh, 86 from five innings at the average of 17 right except for virat kohli to some extent you know who scored 30 35 and demonstrated the intent to uh, stay and kohli only played two test matches right so it's a shame for pujara and rahane if kohli scored more runs than them after playing one less test match can i just add one line before uh, you know you and namneet speak i think yeah. kohli 79 79 was one of the finest innings i've seen Absolutely. Even his twenty-nine, uh, 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 that he stood as a foil to Rishabh Pant, right? Uh, uh, he scored like thirty, twenty-nine of a hundred and thirty balls or some hundred and forty balls. I, I think it was it was very very measured. And and here is the here is the uh, the irony of it all, right? 
Look at the strike rates of all the batsmen. You know who has the lowest strike rate? Virat Kohli. <laughs> and it's of all the batsmen in every single team including including some of the all-rounders as well. Virat Kohli has the lowest strike rate. That just means his intent and there is I mean I'm not really revealing a big fact if I say Virat Kohli is probably the best stroke player in both the teams. Right. So for if your best stroke player hunkers down and 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 Kohli does not have the shots like Sachin could cut out a cover drive in 2004 and still get 240 in in the Aussies Virat Kohli for Virat Kohli it's not that easy right he cuts out his cover drive that's like his bread and butter shot like it's 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 different like his square cutting is not the same as elegant as his cover mm-hmm. driving and everything so for him to do that and work on it was uh, uh, great i mean it was sad that he still kept getting out the same way but we'll talk about that later i think the biggest question or the biggest takeaway for me from the scorecard is that the indian batsmen were not at all consistent enough all of them had one innings of 50 and if you take out the 150 that rahane and pujara scored uh, rahane gets like less than 80 runs in five innings and pujara gets less than uh, uh, 70 runs in five innings that is under that's less than freaking what ashwin scored <coughs> i mean what rubbish So South Africa had one Aiden Makram who had a very bad series. Uh, yes. India had Aiden Makram at three, Aiden Makram at five, and Aiden Makram at two as well because Mayank Agrawal, except for the first innings where he scored sixty, if you take out the sixty, he scored seventy-five in five innings. You cannot win a series when your two, three, and five are getting seventy-five, seventy-five, and eighty. Just to give you guys perspective, if you add them all up, it's a grand total of two hundred and forty in fifteen innings. by three three of your batsmen but that's the series that is the series yeah namneet yeah i mean you know i i i completely agree with the, what adit said that you know see our, our middle order has been non existent for more than one and a half years you know and 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 it had to show somewhere in australia you know right from the australian tour pujara and rahane have been struggling and faltering big time and at some point you know at some point that that will manifest in results uh, uh, in the eventual results as well and this is exactly what has happened uh, apart from virat kohli to an extent and virat kohli played only two test matches our middle order again rahane pujara of course pant played a great innings uh, in the last test match in the, in the last innings of the last test match but apart from that he also struggled and you know make no mistake in last one and a half years you know i mean uh, indian batting has been hinging on the openers and the lower middle order and this time even mayank agarwal you know apart from that one inning of 60 odd even he uh, even he flattered to deceive so that was uh, you know see that's why i always maintain that even if you win you should never lose perspective and i think in last in, in last two years our middle order has continuously failed and the alarm bells should have rung uh, at some level i find it absolutely preposterous that that a batsman like shreyas ayer i mean you know we can argue that shreyas ayer is not that great against the pace or he's not that you know competent against the short balls but but boss he played extremely well in his last series and he has not even played a test match in this uh, in this particular series i think this is very unfair and while and pujara and rahane they have been uh, they have been so poor i won't even say mediocre rahane and pujara have been poor in last two years 
and yet they got all the three test matches so i mean i am not completely surprised with that result you know this is you know so so the failure of middle order is one of the biggest reasons why india has failed your openers your lower middle order and your bowlers can win you only as many test matches ultimately the middle order has to perform which it hasn't in a long time no i want to you know add something over here yeah. so this is this is something that i want to ask so what do you think is to be said i don't know how to frame it i'm trying to use very polite words here mm-hmm. okay i will not virat kohli captaincy if your batting is failing so much whose call is it to keep on selecting such people oh absolutely the buck stops with virat kohli i oh absolutely virat kohli i mean hum log ashwin ko gali i mean bol rahe the kohli ko ke why the hell are you not picking up ashwin right we were we were, we were uh, in india versus england especially in wickets they were turning square we were asking questions for virat kohli so it has to be there you i i don't buy the whole logic ke the coaching staff and the selectors and all that blah 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 it's the captain you are the captain of the team you get to pick the team you uh, go go with and you rest by your decision i honestly think the reason why pujara and rahane played extra test was because kohli missed out on the second test and that just gave them <clears throat> sort of a extra lease of life and the 50s they scored in the second innings everyone was like are you know everything is back and stuff but more than the 50s what i was curious about was how the hell did they keep getting out you know it's all pujara rahane and kohli like pujara was getting out in the most bizarre fashion ever he was being tentative and i think mark wa highlighted this in the australian series when pujara was going 9 of 100 balls he's like i have no problem in pujara holding up a hand uh, an end but he has to push with the like he's almost pushing with the bat as if he doesn't want to score he just wants to bunt you know and he's like i don't understand why can't you be 21 of 100 or 32 of 120 right why do you have to be 9 of 100 balls uh, when the chase was going on he's like the, the, and he kept he showed some shots where pujara had just like uh, there were half volleys and he just bunted it down the ground he's like why can't you push this down for the single and you saw pujara getting out at forward short leg pujara getting out in slips just playing tentatively or poking tentatively i think it's playing on his mind and the one time when pujara and rahane got 50s was when they scored freely and that period of play was one of the best moments in the entire series by the way when they were yeah. batting so freely so yeah. uh, so with you know uh, absolute freedom i want to talk about the bowling too but in the batting i think one more thing we need to talk about look this whole experiment of five bowlers where we assumed shardul will do the batting and ashwin will do the batting it has clearly failed in this series whether yes. we like it or not it has been a uh, a uh, disaster so namneet i'll come to you first so um, in that mm-hmm. scenario namneet when we go overseas or ashwin ke total number of overs dekh le yaar i mean how many overs did ashwin bowl in the entire series i mean it was it was barely anything so you know it was not like ashwin total overs ashwin ne 64 dale hain puri teen test match mein 64 overs dale so let me now put up the bowling screen also bowling stat screen because it's very important to connect it to the point i'm trying to make that you know i want to talk about ashwin's batting but to make my to- point about ashwin's batting i need to share this stat so look at this huh, over here ashwin has bowled 
64.1 overs in three test matches right 11 maidens yep. three wickets total now the point is that if this is what we were going to give him as amount of overs to be bowled as a bowler don't you think we were far better off keeping vihari as a sixth batsman and bolstering our bowling and you know the four bowlers bowl and if we needed a change bowler somebody from the top five could have chipped in and bowled a few overs here and there i mean that's just a fact of life the five bowler when you have such a pathetic batting form and vihari just got one chance in the entire series right vihari to ek hi baar khela na vihari got that one chance in the series and in that he made a 14 not out and he made some 20 runs so he scored 60 runs in that match he just didn't get any chance so don't you think we should have then in that case we should have maybe dropped ashwin after the first test if see this is all part of kohli's captaincy right okay you want me to select ashwin i'll select him mai usko bowling hi nahi karunga so what do we do now navneet see i you know first things first i don't think virat kohli ke dimag mein aisa kuch hoga that uh, you know that that i'll pick uh, that i'll pick ashwin and then i won't uh, and and then i won't let him bowl i don't think virat kohli had anything of that sort in his mind But yes, Ashwin's performance as a bowler has been extremely disappointing. And see, we all were very critical of Virat Kohli, you know, when he didn't pick up uh, R. Ashwin in England. In South Africa, I agree. I I personally think that Ashwin deserved uh, Ashwin deserved a place in the playing eleven for the first two Test matches. But after he was proven completely ineffective and completely helpless in the first two Test matches. in the last test match you should have you know you ashwin should have been dropped you know there are no two ways about it and especially when he was not even contributing with the bat i mean uh, ashwin's primary suit ashwin's primary skill is as a bowler so first two test match uski jagah banti thi especially because in england we all felt that you know ki uh, that ashwin was unfairly not picked uh, was not was unfairly not picked up in the playing 11 so uh, in south africa it would have been little harsh to drop him just after one poor overseas test match so for the first two tests i agree but in the but in the third test match i think ashwin should have been next i completely agree and now coming to your uh, now coming to your, uh, to your another point what should we do i you know it is now very clear to everyone that ashwin you know ashwin is the first choice spinner at home but overseas you have to pick up ashwin strategically and this is one mistake we have made since 2018 we have not picked up ashwin on the pitches where he was required and we have picked ashwin up, you know on the kind of services uh, on the kind of surfaces uh, uh, on which he uh, on which he proved completely ineffective so this is something to look into that ashwin is not the first choice player overseas that is very clear but that doesn't mean that you should completely discard or completely overlook ashwin in the overseas uh, 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 you know uh, in overseas test matches ashwin should be picked up ashwin should be picked strategically depending on the pitch and depending on his form as i said uh, ashwin ashwin merited a place in the playing 11 for the first two test matches in the last test match he should have been next which was not done i don't know why it uh, and, and 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 you know as much as i as much as i admire virat kohli and respect virat kohli according to me Uh, you know i i i can't tell before 1990 because uh, i i i did not watch cricket live back then but going by the but even uh, even if i look into the record overall record virat kohli is india's best test captain make no mistake the way the way he cultivated the culture of pace bowling and everything but one thing i will always 
but 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 one thing which i always had a issue with virat kohli was the his team uh, his team selection virat kohli hasn't always been spot on when it comes to team selection not even you know it and i'm and i'm not being harsh i don't expect a captain to be 100% right in team selection all the time but when it comes to virat kohli his team selection has left a lot to be desired that is one gray area of virat kohli's captaincy all right okay. now uh, we we'll, we'll dissect it further in the second part but uh, adit now let us look at the series bowling stats here Nee, so before, the top I, three wicket takers are all South Africans, by the way. Uh, so I, I just want to make a quick point on Ashwin, right? Uh, there is a slight disagreement I have. Like uh, one point, I completely agree. Ashwin is probably more effective in, in would have been more effective in England because the pitches were taking turn. Like some of the pitches were crumbling absolutely on day five, right? One thing what we have to guys notice and. Ash, the, that Keshav Maharaj was also picked in all three Test matches by South Africa as the spinner, and he actually only picked one wicket. In South Africa, the spinners only come into play as attacking bowlers in the second innings, and that would be in day four and day five. In the Test matches that we played, how many of them went into the last two sessions of day four, and how many, none of them went into day five? The first one did, but because that was it was raining, right? I mean, so you can't even really say day five because there was just moisture on the wicket, and half like one third of the match was just rained out. I think the problem was, I think Kohli was right in picking Ashwin because if the sun was baking down, the wicket would have crumbled. But our batters just didn't last long enough. You have to last. Your spinner will give you the best chance as an attacking option on day four. This is not to suggest that Ashwin bowled spectacularly on day, day one, two and three. Uh, but I just think as an attacking option, I think both... Uh, Dean Elgar and Kohli wanted the spinner to play day four and day five, but our batsmen just didn't push the game that far enough. By the way, so, just just for perspective, uh, uh, Adit, uh, yeah. South Africa gave 136 extras in this entire three Test match series. That is as many runs as Rahane scored. <laughs> yeah, and half of them are probably uh, buys and leg buys that go off Marco Jensen's steep bounce. Like yes. I, but but you you wanted to talk about bowling. I think the biggest story this week. Uh, two there are two uh, two things. One is the reemergence of Kagiso Rabada. Oh my God! Some of the spells that that guy bowled. It was like you could put a coin on the pitch and he would pitch the ball on that coin like fourteen times out of fourteen. It was it was that that accurate, right? I mean the amount of times he beat the bat and everything. And the second was the emergence of Marco Janssen. In the first innings of the first test match, he was spanked around because I think he was, you know, debut, you know, where collect lengths to bowl. But once he found the right lengths to bowl in the second and third test match, that kid was unplayable. And I am, as a cricket fan, I am so happy for South African cricket because this, they were ravaged by everything. And we almost forgot Quinton de Kock, their best wicket keeper batsman for years, retired midway through the series. After the first test match. And so to recover from that. The, 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 for South Africa. This was almost what our Australian series in 2021. Earlier down under meant. That their team was completely decimated. With all sorts of infighting. Their star player Aiden Markram was letting them down. By not scoring. But their champion bowler Kagiso Rabada stood up. And along with them. I mean Marco Jensen and Lungi Ngidi almost gave the Indian batsman nightmares about the Donald Pollock, uh, Fanny de Villiers days, where you would just not get to score. I mean, it was unbelievable. The, the accuracy which which they bought. And we're not even talking about Dwayne Olivier. 
who was i think very disappointing but if you if you count for and they were again south africa was missing their best bowler in andrik nortier so if you think about south africa's bowling uh, five best bowlers that they have fast bowlers i think what we came into the series saying that india has a set bowling lineup and south africa has more questions now we are out of the series saying india has to tinker around with the bowling combination and south africa has more of a set seam bowling attack see one thing one more point i think uh, i want to comment on virat kohli's captaincy in the series was i think the wrong selection of umesh yadav in the third test i would have gone with ishan sharma in my view i think ishan sharma should have been selected over umesh yadav uh, it's just that umesh yadav gives too many boundary balls it's just his bowling and he bowls far better in india uh, i don't see any amazing bowling performance beyond a point uh, by umesh yadav outside india secondly i think the one i mean it's it's nitpicky i think bumrah was slightly disappointing in this series oh i completely agree especially in the especially in the second test match in the in the fourth innings of the second test match bumrah was very disappointing i think he was trying too hard and he was bowling too straight and and dean elker in particular was picking him uh, off his legs and you know uh, i i i i completely agree bro Bumrah bowled extremely well in the first inning. Uh, I mean, in the in the second innings of the third Test match, when he picked up five wickets, he. I mean, that was the only innings in South Africa. Uh, that was the only. Uh, the, the, that was the only time in this series when Bumrah was really on fire and 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 was a treat to watch. But if you look at the overall series, I think Bumrah was really disappointing, especially in the fourth innings of the second Test match. I was really expecting Bumrah. And Navneet, just to add, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Finish your mm, point. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, Bumrah was absolutely spectacular in the third Test match, in the in the second innings, in the South Africa's first innings, in the uh, in, in the third Test match. But especially in the fourth innings, how Bumrah bowled to Dean Elgar in the fourth innings of the second Test match, that was really disappointing because because Bumrah was trying too hard, and then he was invariably, I mean, if I can say so. Bumrah was almost bowling like a Umesh Yadav in the fourth innings of the second Test match. So overall, if you look at it, yeah, Bumrah had a underwhelming series, but then that is bound to happen. You know, Bumrah has been absolutely terrific in last in last three years in the Test matches. You know, since his debut in South Africa in 2018, Bumrah has been absolutely terrific, and 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 he has exceeded our expectation. So one under uh, so one underwhelming series was bound to happen. But I was really disappointed in the, uh, especially in the second test match in the fourth innings. The, uh, how, because how just look at the Elgar. strike rates, ah, just look at the strike rates. Shardul Thakur yeah, had a strike, strike rate for India. He had a strike rate of thirty-six. So Shardul to has completely justified his selection in the team. By the way, I mean, just in my opinion, Shardul has completely justified his selection in the team. Shami was brilliant in the series. Yeah, Bumrah ki strike rate fifty-two thi, which is low for his standards in my view. And I mean, just look at the strike rates here of Rabada, thirty-five. Janssen. Not 32. even that, Kushal. You have to do the same 33. thing what we did for the batters, right? If agar Bumrah ka best spell nikalo, he took two eighty, two eighty-one wickets, twelve uh, wickets at two eighty-one runs. Mm. If you take out the five for forty-two, then it's like seven wickets at two forty. So then his average True. goes to forty, right? But if you do the same thing for Rabada, which is four for forty-two. Then it's still three hundred sixteen wickets at three forty, so his average is still twenty two. So Bumrah's yeah. consistency was non-existent, and also Siraj, Siraj was absolutely awful this series. 
Oh yeah, Siraj was completely disastrous too. I was just about to say that Siraj, चलो ठीक है. Second test match में he was bowling with some injury, but the first test match also we won. I think the only reason we won the first test match was because that day one, day one, that's all. Yeah yeah yeah. So day one में जादू हो गया. उसकी वजह से हमने वो 300 run की उनको lead दे दी और हम वो test match जीत गए. नहीं तो the story of the series is what? It, it it reminded me of that. Uh, remember the Rohit Sharma innings that he played against England on that. Uh, in a, it was in Ahmedabad, I think, where it was spinning square, and Rohit Sharma came yep. and scored like half of India's runs. Yep, yep, yep. Match khatam mm-hmm. ho gayi. So it was. That's but but it was. You, but but you know the 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 thing why Shardul we, we've talked about Thakur uh, Shardul Thakur in on this podcast before when we were doing the preview and why you know in should play. The my my thing is simple. India was known for swing bowlers, or अपने पास एक ही swing bowler है भी शार्दुल ठाकुर। There is no other bowler who does swing the ball like you know the banana swing that uh, uh, that no, used to. No, you are Bhuvneshwar Kumar. No, but Bhuvneshwar doesn't have pace. Like if you see his his, his performance in World T20 or Bhuvneshwar, the problem is he breaks down a lot. Thakur at least is fitter than Bhuvneshwar Kumar. And and Thakur is like a Shrinath type player. अगर आ गया तो कभी तुक्का लग के फिफ्टी या फोर्टी भी मार देगा यू नो मे बी लिटल बेटर श्रीनाथ एज अ बैट्समैन बट आई थिंक शार्दुल ठाकुर तो वॉज नॉट एट ऑल डिसअपॉइंटिंग इन दीरीज ही वुड गेट यू विकेट एट क्रुशियल मोमेंट ही वुड ब्रेक पार्टनरशिप एट क्रुशियल मोमेंट सेवन विकेट हॉल In the last test match, when all was going wrong, he was the one who got Peterson, and I was like, okay, we still have a chance, 80 more runs to get. And then Bumrah and Shami come and spray the ball all around, and Umesh Yadav. I mean, it was just sad. And and another thing, guys, the rate at which South Africa scored, <coughs> they were very slow yeah. on some players, but they were spanking Bumrah around in the second and third test match in the second innings. Yeah. That that was yep. kind of surprising. That Bumrah going for three runs and over or four runs and over. True. Yeah, yeah. Now let us talk about the biggest thing. Okay, चलो फिर अभी I and and by the way, just for to give people perspective about you know people talk about batting, batting, batting. So you know Sachin Tendulkar fan club had just shared this. So I want to share this. You know people who talk about Sachin and say Sachin ये Sachin वो मतलब get a grip. He's the only freaking batsman who averaged forty percent tests in all ten test playing nations in India. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What the hell do people talk about when they discuss Sachin Tendulkar? He is freaking miles ahead of all these people. Miles and miles ahead of all these people. I, Kushal, there is. ये सब तो stats है. There is the biggest stat for me why Sachin will remain the best ever is he is the only athlete on this planet to have two bona fide purple patches, one in his twenties and one after thirty three or thirty four. Can you imagine? And I'm talking about cricketers, okay? I'm not talking. Don't come and say that Tom Brady be forty four, but he plays American football. It's not. It's not the same. In cricketers, tell me which cricketer after thirty four to thirty eight scored as heavily that he did in two thousand from two thousand seven to eleven and getting a ODI double century. In 2010, which is why I love Brian Lara to pieces. I think he's one of the best batsmen in the world. But when people compare Brian Lara to Tendulkar, I'm sorry the level of pressure that Sachin was under and the level of scrutiny that he faced and the productivity. The only batsman in the era that comes close to in terms of productivity is probably Ricky Ponting. That's it in in terms of productivity and that to just in Test matches. In ODIs, I think Sachin is a far better player than Ponting. All right. And okay. and 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 and, yeah, and you know, just to just to add to Adit's point, 
Sachin Tendulkar entered. Sachin Tendulkar hit the second purple patch at the age of 38. Can you imagine in 2010? In 2010, when Sachin was almost 37, 38 at that age, Sachin scored six centuries in Test matches. Adit mentioned, uh, Adit very rightly mentioned that he scored a double century uh, at the age of 37 in 2010. But in 2010, Sachin Tendulkar also scored six Test hundreds. That is absolutely mind-boggling. That at that at the age of 38, Sachin Tendulkar was dominating both the both the formats, Test as well as ODIs in 2010. That is absolutely mind-boggling, and that makes Sachin indisputably the best batsman of his era. You know, as I, as Ajit said, see if if uh, if uh, if I have to pay if I have to pay to watch someone, it would be Brian Lara. But if I have to, uh, but if I want to pick a batsman to save my life, it will always be Sachin Tendulkar. No questions asked. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now let's just talk about the main issue. Uh, Achha, uh, one last are... point. One last point, uh, Kushan. On his last tour to South Africa in 2010-2011, when South Africa had probably the best attack on the planet with Dale Steyn, Morne Morkel steaming in, Tendulkar scores two centuries, and one one of them when India was trailing by close to 500 runs, and Tendulkar responds with a century, and the other when uh, 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 South. Where, where I have not seen Dale Steyn bowl this ferociously as he did in Cape Town that day, and Tendulkar counter attack with 146. It was the most scintillating battle to watch. I think that entire year Tendulkar versus and to give you guys perspective, out of 364, Gambhir scored 93, Harbhajan scored 40. The next batsman scored 13-5-15-2-0. Sachin scores 146. Yeah, I remember that innings. I remember that innings by Sachin. Chalo, by now the, let us talk about yeah, the main on. news. There was another guy yeah. who failed in that innings. His name is Cheteshwar Pujara. So some things never change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let us. Okay. So I'll read uh, Virat Kohli's statement. So obviously Virat Kohli dropped the bombshell. I don't know bombshell for some. I uh, I don't know for me it was expected. So he says it's been seven years of hard work, toil, and relentless perseverance every day to take the team in the right direction. I've done the job with absolute honesty and left nothing out there. Everything has come to a halt at some stage. Everything has to come to a halt at some stage. And for me, as Test captain of India, it's now. There have been many ups and also some downs along the journey, but never has there been a lack of effort or lack of belief. I have always believed in giving my one twenty percent in everything I do. And if I can't do that, I know it's not the right thing to do. I have absolute clarity in my heart, and I cannot be dishonest to my team. I want to thank the BCCI for giving me the opportunity to lead my country for such a long period of time, and more importantly, to all the teammates who bought into the vision I had for the team from day one and never gave up in any situation. You guys have made this journey so memorable and beautiful. To Ravi Bhai and the support group who were the engine behind this vehicle that moved us upwards in Test cricket consistently, you all have played a massive role in bringing this vision to life. Lastly. A big thank you to MS Dhoni, who believed in me as a captain and found me to be an able individual who could take Indian cricket forward. So let's do this. Navneet, I'll come to you first. Uh, what are your initial reactions, and how would you judge Virat Kohli's captaincy overall now? Okay. So to start with, you know, uh, I think I told you before as well. According to me, Virat Kohli is India's best Test captain ever. You know, there, there's no. So no, there's no doubt about it. Statistically as well, I mean, statistically, of course, you know, he has won 40 Test matches, which are far more than the next best. Uh, that the that is uh, that is far more than the next best has uh, uh, had won. 
but yeah i mean overall is well you know virat kohli has been a tremendous captain the 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 kind of intensity he has brought to test cricket and and you know when i say test cricket i don't just mean from india's perspective of course his record as a uh, his record as a test captain is spectacular but even someone like shane warne someone like shane warne you know i mean uh, uh, when virat kohli announced this season uh, shane warne said that thanks for thanks for king uh, th- thanks for keeping the test cricket alive and that is absolutely so true you know virat kohli Uh, is a, is one of the is one of the greatest batsmen in test cricket in odis he's 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 arguably the greatest odi batsman i mean after sachin perhaps after sachin and viv richards but but virat kohli always made it a point to state that his priority is always the test cricket and the kind of intensity the kind of aggression and that audacity to win the the thing which really impressed me about virat kohli and 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 and, and the And, uh, and the glimpse of that i got in the very first test match in which virat kohli captain that was adelaide 2014 when when uh, when ms dhoni had retired midway through the series and in the fourth innings india was chasing 380 390 odd and everyone thought that india would play for, play to draw but at one stage india was india were in the position to win the test match and then kohli scored centuries in both the innings of the test match in the fourth innings i think india fell short by only 30 35 four runs and 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 and, and that's because virat kohli got out i, uh, I think he pulled he pulled nathan lyon straight to the deep midwicket or deep square leg and and, and 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 that's how he got out but the intent virat kohli always played to win he never played just to draw a test match that is the thing that stood out for me in the very first test match uh, in which he captained and that thing continued you know uh, under his tenure india won test series in australia in sri lanka in west indies uh, i mean you know you can for all the practical purposes you can say in england as well so i think i think so the only country, the only major country in which he couldn't win a test uh, in which he couldn't win a test series Uh, is south africa so i think that really that really and must new have zealand. and new and zealand. zealand yeah yeah and sure 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 i'm sorry new zealand new zealand is one place in where where india uh, where india has not done well in last 12 years uh, in 2009 india won a test series in new zealand and since then india has not done well in new zealand at all but overall i think i i, I rate virat kohli as a great test captain for all the reason i've stated and also and and also virat kohli completely changed how the world cricket perceives india you know uh, the world cricket always looked at india as a heaven of spinners uh, but but under virat kohli's tutelage and the virat kohli's dynamic leadership india's pace attack came to the fore and 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 you know and it was not just a coincidence uh, you know you uh, ishan sharma ishan sharma's career got the second wind under virat kohli because ishan sharma was given the confidence shami was going through a lot of personal hassles Uh, but but uh, but people like virat kohli and ravi shastri they really begged him to the hilt bumrah was inducted bumrah was inducted in the test team and everyone uh, and, and and many cricket experts someone like someone like michael holding he he actually said that on record that he, that, that you know he doesn't see bumrah coming good in test matches at all but bumrah proved everyone wrong and 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 and, and, and that is purely because of virat kohli's conviction even someone like umesh yadav umesh yadav has also done well under under virat kohli's captaincy so i think virat kohli deserves props for cultivating the culture of, uh, of pace bowling in india 
of, of course you know and and and, and i'm not just talking about the, the the core indian international team but in the domestic cricket as well you start seeing a lot of pace bowlers you know coming through the ranks someone like mohammad siraj you know who did exceedingly well in australia and subsequently so virat kohli deserves a lot of credit for that i think the test series loss in south africa must have hurt him a lot you know because india india were the favorites to win the test matches and and you know uh, and, and 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 it is very evident that virat kohli pulled out all the stops to win the test series the way he the way he you know the the way he went near the stumps and said all what he wanted to say we can disagree and agree that's a separate debate but the intensity the zeal the, the intensity the zeal the passion to win was there for everyone to see but having said that to conclude that i i have to say that there is something more than meets the eye you know i agree that virat kohli must have been disappointed that he couldn't win a test in south africa but just imagine 3 months ago while stepping you know while stepping down as a t20 captain he had clearly mentioned that he wanted to remain a captain in the odis and the test series and and and, and the test matches but but bcci drop but but the bcci you know ex uh, uh, team as a odi captain so i don't know you know whether uh, you know i mean and 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 uh, uh, i don't know whether uh, virat kohli has voluntarily stepped out as a test captain or was he prodded or was he prodded or was he pushed into uh, resigning as a test captain but saurav ganguly's tweet after virat kohli resigned was very interesting so saurav ganguly didn't just pay tribute to virat kohli the captain so it 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 looked more as if saurav ganguly was clarifying that this is virat kohli's own decision he has resigned of his own volition and bcci has nothing to do with it it's almost as if that saurav ganguly was issuing a clarification rather than paying a tribute to someone you know who has been a wonderful captain i think we will know the truth after some years you know some years down the line when virat kohli would retire and and, and when saurav ganguly will no longer be the bcci president but i don't know whether it is a it is the voluntary decision on the on kohli's part i certainly think that that, that there is certainly more than meets the eye adit your views on kohli's decision so, there is there is there are two there are two kohli's right uh, you have to like okay first thing uh, and this is going to be a slightly controversial statement but i think it's true virat kohli to india after years to come is going to be what all allen border was for australia in the 1980s uh, allen border was known as the captain grumpy said that attitude that aggression that the australian team had you know give it back to you, the country have you seen that video of him telling craig mcdermott that if you don't do this i'll put you in a plane and send you back home yeah yeah I mean, unreal. Or, or telling dean jones when he was like having diarrhea in chennai saying uh, yeah that's fine you can go i'll get a tougher guy let's get a queenslander greg richie is probably tougher than you this guy was dehydrating on the pitch but he was that, that is alan border right i mean he's a very likable man now i mean he probably was a likable man there but he cultivated an image so i think kohli in terms of that is probably going to be what alan border was uh, to australia because he was his bullish on fitness his bullish on aggression on the field you don't give the opponent a space and he would like you know i something that happened with the whole super sport thing where he like stalked into the stump camera like stump microphone on the second test match saying uh, why don't you focus on your own players rather than our players trying to shine the ball and stuff now i personally don't like 
never liked that he said it, but that was Kohli, right? Whether we like it or not, doesn't matter. That was his personality. He gives it back, and that man just is 125% on the field all the time. So that was something very admirable. Um, second thing, in terms of captain, see, I I don't want to get into the trap of best. who was the best captain, good captain. He was, in terms of the record, he was one of the best captains of India. But then that's also a factor of what team he inherited, right? Like, Saurav Ganguly inherited a team that was plagued by match-fixing. Uh, similarly, Rahul Dravid inherited a very, very good team at, in its prime. And Anil Kumble inherited an aging, Anil Kumble and Dhoni inherited aging teams who were beyond their primes. So they, they had to rebuild. So Kohli, um, Kohli did that. What Where I would give credit is Kohli saw the resources and then he almost built a horses for courses sort of attack. And uh, he was a polar opposite of what Mansoor Ali Khan Patrodi was. Patrodi was focusing more on spinners. Kohli was using spinners just to sort of, you know, last innings mein agar wicket a gai. Very English approach. He, my primary attack is the fast bowlers. The spinners can hold up an end. And then in innings four and five, they can come and pick up wickets. So that was that was Kohli. Um, we, where it was saddening for us to see is that Kohli as a limited overs or a um, test captains did not have an ICC trophy or something, or India did not do as well in knockouts as, you know, as we thought we would. So that was a uh, uh, sort of a ding against Kohli that, you know, maybe we could have done a little better. Why is it? Because the captain was sending too hard of standards for himself and, you know, not, not going and talking to the players because a lot of players might not like the captain setting an example and be like, Makar you know, they still might like the more uh, hands-on approach and stuff like that, which is why probably the best Indian captain to ever be like ever ever be like that was probably Kapil Dev. Because when people say Kohli was a young captain, Kapil was only 24 when we won the World mm-hmm. Cup. And he had to deal with seniors. You know, Sunil Gavaskar was in the team. Dilip Vins, I mean, a lot of senior cricketers. So not only had to do hand-holding for the younger bowlers, but he also had to tell seniors to do something and also go out and prove a point. So I, I still think Kohli has yet to reach the standards that Kapil Dev set in how he conducted with the resources that we had on the field. But he was still a very remarkable leader, mercurial captain. And um, to the second part now, uh, could the BCCI have handled it better? I don't know, honest to be honest, because I think it was a bit of both, right? Arna Bray actually had this wonderful tweet that uh, Kohli's decision proves that you don't leave the job, you leave the manager. I think it was more to do with Ravi Shastri going and whatever equation he had with Ravi Shastri, uh, maybe that's he doesn't have the same equation with Rahul Dravid. Um, I know there is a lot of newfound love for Virat Kohli uh, amongst a certain Indian political commentator section, which uh-huh. they never watch even five minutes of cricket, but yesterday everyone was out jumping like if you had if someone had something to say about Anushka Sharma's post on uh, Virat Kohli I, I don't even want to talk about it because that's the silliest shit I've ever no, seen no I don't even want to go into it but my point is yeah. um, I, I saw Times of India journalist talked about she's it a wife yeah she has every right to comment on her husband yeah life no no she cricket. absolutely and and any cricket fan has every right to say what they want about her mm. post I don't understand. Anushka has all the rights to say and if people don't agree with it and they want to critique, they can do too. 
but why do why do why do these uh, idiots who never watch cricket and spend all spend all their day whining and outraging on twitter and reading these uh, you know chota 10 social media wala articles you know that that's what their uh, consumption is you know start suddenly thinking that people who criticize kohli hate kohli yaar i i always thought indian cricket would be uncorrupted by this rubbish uh, partisanship on twitter but unfortunately that has happened too and that's but theek hai i mean wo to wo to, that's a side note uh, i think uh, uh, virat now what is interesting is virat kohli has to show how great of a player he can be as a batsman and a mentor because not only does he want to be a mentor to younger batsmen he also needs some sort of mentorship because what i saw in south africa was kind of scary where he was still applying himself staying for 140 balls and still getting out on the fifth or the sixth stump so i and thankfully he's got one of the best levers of the cricket ball as the coach of the indian team so i don't know if kohli and dravid need to just hunker down for like a week just one question just, someone has asked actually do you think injuries played a role like his back injury he has had recurring back injuries so do you think that must have played a role that he just more, wants to not focus on no, his career I, now I think it's a bit of all, right? I, I I think he he doesn't think he can play as much as he did. That's no doubt about it. He's thirty three now. Uh, the the biggest problem I think was the lack of scoring. I think his responsibility of being a captain was uh, uh, causing him to score less. And we have plenty of examples: Sachin Tendulkar, Brian Lara. I mean, Brian Lara in one series, nineteen ninety nine, that famous one fifty three, and that year when he was a captain and he was sacked as a captain midway through the series, his scoring was very average as a captain. And then with the captaincy burden gone, he had one of the best series ever known to cricket. Men. But so, Adit, 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 just to correct, you know, in that nineteen ninety nine series, Brian Lara was declared captain only for the only for the first two test matches. Brian Lara actually was the captain throughout. He was not removed as the captain. You know, Brian Lara actually. Uh, so, so when Brian Lara's captaincy was, was, you know, was on the line, he scored two hundred thirteen at Jamaica, yes, and that is the next thing he did. Bradley Walsh, no, 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 you're right. Bradley Walsh was removed as a captain, and that was the good part. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah, but 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 I think for Kohli, I think uh, uh, captaincy was weighing down on the way, and people may make jokes and whatever, but. for a star player to not score a century for two and a half years almost even if you count eight months for covid or nine months for covid within it uh, and he plays all three formats is kind of concerning yeah uh, i'll just share my views on the whole kohli saga uh, looks stats are stats you know this whole thing are usne ye team aisi thi ye team are he can only play with what he is given right first of all he cannot control the quality of opposition so this whole thing about his opposition of is of this quality is a bollocks argument then then steve wogs opposition was what kya thi steve wog ki opposition kaun si bade south africa was a strong team india ki bowling kya thi bhai zara chalo let us talk about it हमारी बॉलिंग क्या होती थी जब हम ऑस्ट्रेलिया में जाते थे वी हैड अ ग्रेट बैटिंग लाइनअप बॉलिंग क्या थी हमारी यू नो वी डिडंट हैव अ ग्रेट बैटिंग लाइनअप एज़ वेल इन 1999 हां स्टीव वॉक के अगेंस्ट नहीं बाय द टाइम 2003 तक आए थे वी हैड अ वेरी गुड बैटिंग लाइनअप राइट बाय द टाइम आवर बॉलिंग लाइनअप वाज कुंबले एंड थ्री यंग फास्ट बॉलर्स या सो बट द पॉइंट इज वी कैन नेटपिक every single team's performance like that so to you know to sing out kohli as in are uski ye thi uski wo thi is bollocks he is the most successful indian cricket captain in terms of statistics period i think he was not a good strategic captain i think he was a good leader 
but his leadership style is acquired taste right everybody can't handle this level of aggression that kohli had i personally feel i have always enjoyed you know kohli as a captain there's no feedback i have always no no that the, the echo was coming from namneet's phone the, so i i muted him that's why so you know i have always enjoyed kohli as a player and as a captain but i think kohli the batsman is far more important than kohli the captain and the indian team needs three good years from virat kohli now so that we get the most out of him as a batsman so i think see अभी क्या हुआ है नवनीत वो स्पॉट ऑन व्हेन नवनीत सेड दस साल बाद कोहली की बुक आएगी गांगुली एक बुक लिखेगा और उसमें सब बाहर आ जाएगा और जब आना होएगा तब आएगा ये भी हो सकता है कि कोहली वुड नॉट बी गेटिंग अलोंग विथ द न्यू मैनेजमेंट विच इज राहुल द्रविड आई एम नॉट सेइंग राहुल द्रविड इज बैड और एनीथिंग आई लव राहुल द्रविड बट द पॉइंट इज देर कुड बी मल्टीपल रीजन वी डोंट नो बट द पॉइंट इज we don't know so when we don't know we don't know and I, yeah and and i'm not ring, uh, removing the thing that bcci must have told kohli we are going to sack you now you have the choice of resigning or we sack you now you decide and he must have resigned i don't know my point is kohli as a captain was good he was good for indian cricket it is time to move forward so now that we move forward i'm going to give you guys a few options navneet so hear me out and then navneet you can come in so now who should be the red ball captain we know who the white ball captain is for at least another 2 years that is rohit sharma we know that you know rohit is the white ball captain so the question i want to ask first to you navneet is who is going to be the red ball captain and do we have the same captain like england has different captains many countries have different captains australia has different captains so we do do we keep a different captain for the red ball first question and this is for both of you so namneet you take this first and then adit also so do we have a separate red ball captain and a separate white ball captain and in that case then what are the red ball captaincy options and do we have a short time red ball captain like we had kumble for a while and then after kumble uh, ms dhoni took over and then um, ms dhoni studied the ship so in that case maybe we give rohit or ravichandran ashwin i'm just throwing in names i'm not saying that is the only option like for example ravichandran ashwin and rohit too and then after 2 years when rishabh pant in my view is the biggest prospect for captaincy in the long run i see all the qualities in him he is chirpy he will actually make that next level to virat kohli's aggression with his cheekiness i think rishabh pant is the future captain of india so now namneet take it over see had had rohit sharma not been 35 and if uh, and uh, Uh, if rohit sharma and ashwin had not been 35 i would have uh, i would have you know uh, proposed their names as the uh, as the next test uh, as the next test captain but but the fact is that they both are 35 and see rohit sharma has uh, has already got the uh, has already got the you know opportunity to lead the indian cricket team in white ball in in odi and the in in t20s i think we should let rohit focus on that uh, 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 on the t20 and odi captaincy rohit's rohit's aim as a captain should be to do well in the next t20 world cup and then in the 20 and, and then 2023 world cup let let us not distract rohit and also because in last couple of years rohit has started coming good in test matches and 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 and, and i always thought that for a batsman of rohit's caliber i was always disappointed that he had not uh, that he had not to, you know uh, that he had not make the grade in the test matches 
but in the last two years he has been our most successful test batsman so so uh, at this stage i would let rohit concentrate on t20s and odis as a captain and in test matches let him let him be a batsman and let and let's get the best out of him uh, as a uh, as a test batsman in the next two years so i will not burden rohit sharma with test captaincy at that stage and and, and same goes for same goes for rashwin as well uh, and and my my next test captain would certainly be rishabh pant i will not even say bumra because bumra is too precious an asset for indian cricket team and 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 i think bumra as a fast bowler should be given rest from time to time so let's say you know i mean let's say for tests tests against sri lanka is happening in india i would not want bumra to play that series because in that particular series i would rely on spinners to 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 get the things done i would rely on spinners to wrap up the series i will not want bumra to to play in every other test series and 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 if uh, bumra uh, is to be uh, is to be our next captain he will have to be he will he will have to play every almost every series which is something i don't want bumra is a very precious asset and we want to get the best out of bumrah and let's preserve bumrah mostly for overseas test matches yes even at home bumrah bumrah should play test series but only if it's against a formidable opponent against opponents like sri lanka bangladesh or 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 or, or, or some you know or some uh, lower ranked teams i would not play bumrah at home at all so that's why and and and, and i don't want to distract bumrah uh, uh, i don't want to distract bumrah at all because after a long time we have found such a world class performer so rishabh pant would be my rishabh pant uh, uh, if uh, if left to me i will pick rishabh pant as the next test captain i think uh, as as kushal rightly said that he has all the makings he has all the trappings to be the to be a to be the to be our next uh, to be our next uh, test captain pujara and rahana uh, pujara and rahane they don't have a secure place in the playing 11 and uh, and you want a captain whose place is secured in the team Yeah. Rishabh Pant's Rishabh Pant's place in the Test team is absolutely secured, and uh, and you know so so yeah and 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 he's aggressive. Yes, I uh, I mean I'm not sure how strategically sound he is, but with Rohit and Virat there to guide him, and then there are other senior players around him as well. I think Rishabh Pant at at this point in time, uh, if left to me, I will pick Rishabh Pant as the next Test captain. Um, so Adit, just I have one point here. So yeah. actually, Navneet has a valid observation here. Navneet's observation was valid, but again, uh, Pant is too early in the game. That is uh, in the time. But then you can always come back to me and say, "Why Graham Smith? Bolo Graham Smith. <laughs> Graham Smith was literally debut. Kya tha na as a captain? Yeah, aisa kuch hua tha. Uska uska to debut as a captain. Yeah. So now here's the thing. Now. in a situation like this uh, i think the problem is ashwin can't be a captain overseas because we clearly know he can't play every test match overseas so he can't be a captain overseas that is a genuine issue mm-hmm. i accept that rahane if he would not have lost form he would have been the perfect replacement as a captain for virat kohli and we would not have had this discussion rahane a captain for the next one and a half year two years in the red ball game kohli just unleashes his you know beast as a batsman and then rahane gives it over to rishab and everybody holds hands and sings kumbaya but unfortunately neither pujara nor rahane can hold their place in the side honestly i was not impressed with uh, kl as a captain i'm just being i don't know i did not get impressed i'm just sharing my views i love kl rahul the player 
Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I love KL Rahul the player. From what I've seen in the IPL, I'm not very impressed with KL Rahul the captain as well. I know you don't watch much of IPL Kushal, but I have seen him captain the Punjab uh, team and he's just not been that good as as a captain. I he's making Rishabh Pant has also made some mistakes as the Delhi captain. Let's not, you know, uh, mince our words, but I think Rishabh Pant has more potential than KL Rahul because KL Rahul is a very uh, 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 I'm the captain, I'm going to lead from the front kind of uh, uh, thing as in like I'm going to do all the scoring it's my responsibility to do all the scoring rather than you know pushing the team to do what he does again I'll be happy to be proven wrong um, the thing is we might not have a choice I just think with Rohit Sharma's fitness issues if he can get his fitness level up to uh, up to uh, standards then he can be our test captain but man that that guy has just kept missing series like last time in against Australia, he missed two test matches. Then he comes back after the two test matches. You know, against England, he plays. Then he misses this series again. So there is a lot of fitness issues. And with him getting older, it's going to be worse and worse. So we might not have a choice and might have to go with Ashwin for at least a year. I just have one question to you, Adit. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Do you think Rahane could make a case like Mike Brearley kind of a captain just for I, his captaincy? I, I, have, I have thought about this. He could. But the thing is, Mike Brerley was uh, Mike Brerley had was only Mike Brerley. You can't have two Mike Brerleys and Pujara and Rahane. I'm just saying <laughs> you can have one Mike Brerley, right? Also, Mike Brerley had uh, he had Ian Botham things like that. So he had people who could pick up the slack in terms of batting. Our Indian batting, what from what we've seen, is not been that you know, that good. Now, the only reason why I'm saying Ashwin should be the captain for two years is for the next two years, we only have like one series outside India, one or two series outside India. Most of our games are within the subcontinent, right? So, and if and even outside the subcontinent, if we are playing West Indies in West Indies, or uh, then probably Ashwin plays anyways, because the tracks do take turn. And they only, if, if, because we've already played England, Australia, and South Africa in the last one year. So you are not going to have away series for at least two years in England, Australia or South Africa. The only place and New Zealand we also played in 2020. So New Zealand also is probably not going to happen for another year and a half. So we can afford to have Ashwin as a captain for a year and a half simply because all the places where you could drop Ashwin, we just don't are not going to have test matches there. And I think the fifth test match that happens in England uh, uh, this year is probably going to happen in August or September or August where the wickets will start wearing and taking turn. So in any case, Ashwin would have played in that test match. Because if it's if it's going to happen in Edgebaston or something like that, which spins square in the, you know, last on the last day or something something like that. So it's, um, I think it's, it's a gamble we can take. And... Uh, because Rishabh Pant ke liye, it's very important to be mentored into this position just like Kohli was with Dhoni and be told that boss you have from now to the next away series or maybe till the end of the next World Cup or till 2024 to you know get your uh, bearings together and we are investing this time in you and we want you to see uh, you to lead the team this way. And and then ek, then एक test match England में खेलने वाले हैं ना हम लोग इस साल एक test match that's what I'm saying वो एक test match भी end of end of summer में या तब होगा and तब शायद if the wicket is spinning you're going to play Ashwin anyways so I'm saying that in two years there might not be many test matches that you might drop Ashwin मैं आज सुबह India का futures tour program FTP देख रहा था and that's what it seemed like now what is curious is after Kohli was dropped from the or resigned from the white ball captaincy. Ashwin has been playing white ball cricket also. 
so is this is this a long term plan or is this my 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 conspiracy theory is probably this is only for till the next world cup till 2022 t20 world cup because uh, india was a, a, a this varun chakravarty was not at all impressive uh, in the 2021 t20 world cup in abu dhabi so i and because ashwin played this well in australia i think the selectors are saying he uh, no but where is the test match test match no, is I'm not in a no, spinning no, no, no. pitch sorry इंग्लैंड का टेस्ट मैच स्पिनिंग पिच में नहीं है इंग्लैंड का टेस्ट मैच का अनाउंस नहीं हुआ ना आई थॉट इट वाज एज बेस्टन आई एम नॉट श्योर नो समबडी इन द लाइव चैट हैज सेड इट इज इन बर्मिंघम हां दैट इज एज बेस्टन ना हम्म सो सो एज बेस्टन में लाइक इट डज स्पिन ऑन डे डे 5 एंड डे 4 इनफैक्ट लास्ट टाइम इंडिया लॉस्ट अ ट्रिक आई थिंक बाय नॉट बाय डूइंग इंडिया आई थिंक कोहली वेंट विद एन ऑल सीम अटैक एंड मोइन अली रैन थ्रू आवर batting lineup i don't know if it was southampton or edgbaston and we couldn't uh, uh, we couldn't uh, chase down 188 something like that it was it was a very uh, uh, a very uh, crazy test match so uh, anyways but you know we 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 go through we uh, go through these scenarios my point my point is that if we are playing most of our matches in subcontinent then it's a gamble worth taking with ashwin i just don't think rohit sharma is going to be match fit if where he see, where he plays all the games because if he's the test match captain one day odi captain and t20 captain that means he's playing every single international game that india is and i just i think honestly my opinion there should be a separate red ball captain this time we india has to learn to live with this reality kohli has left it i'm actually very happy that he's vacated it it's a you know head scratcher that who should be given i think most probably it is going to, i am very worried that it will be given to rohit sharma it's not that he's a bad captain but i just think we don't want to ruin rohit sharma's career also i think uh, kl rahul is not the ideal candidate for the captain because he may not have the respect of the team to the red ball captain and for i'm really pissed off at rane he would have made everybody's life very easy he would have been the ideal person but it is what it is i think it's going to be a toss up between rohit sharma and uh, ravichandran ashwin if you ask me and uh, uh, that's how it's going to be okay going and, down. and and to give you guys just just a, a point last time india played in edgbaston ashwin was the pick of the bowlers he picked up seven wickets <laughs> so that's what i'm saying uh, you know the the other thing and this is i just found that out we were all saying that spinners don't work in south africa in 2011 when we were talking about sachin series the highest wicket taker for india was a guy called harbhajan singh he picked up 15 wickets in three test matches so i i i don't know i don't know what what happened this time maybe the pitches were different than last time but uh, it's it's just been a mixed bag but yeah, i, I would have you. said jadeja ko captain bana do magar uski khud ki position uh, fix nahi hai red ball side mein to even he is not there okay now adit let's start uh, okay first i'll go to navneet let's talk about the ashes now um that that's our last subject of discussion uh, of the day so let me first put up uh, another uh, beautiful uh, you know screen uh with the batting performance first so obviously namneet first we'll start with the overall observation how <laughs> does the ashes deserve to be considered a serious tournament anymore oh of course of course see see you know uh, when the uh, when when australia will play in england you will see that the that the going will not be so easy for australia as well when was the last time australia won a when was the last time australia won a test series in england 
I think it was way back in 2001, if I'm not mistaken. 2001, 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. So, so in last 20 years, this is how it has been. That when England play, that that when England plays, you know, that the that when the Ashes happens in Australia, uh, Australia, Australia completely decimates uh, England. And when Ashes happens in England, uh, England always uh, have an upper hand. Uh, that has been the one in last 20 years. So to say that. Uh, to say that uh, you know that the uh, that the credibility and the stature of uh, ashes uh, has reduced, I uh, I don't think it's true at all. And as far as the result goes, if you remember, I think a couple of months ago on the same podcast, I had predicted that Australia will win either four zero or five zero, and Australia have won four zero, and they would have won the fifth test. Uh, they would they would have uh, they would have won 5-0 if they had won the fourth test match in uh, and, 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 and and england managed to draw the fourth test match by the scrap of their neck they were nine down so i am not surprised at all with the results because in australian conditions you know it is always very very hard to beat the aussies uh, in their backyard and that's that's what makes england uh, that's what makes india's success in australia even more remarkable and that's when we didn't. That's when we didn't have nine. Our, our first our, 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 our nine first choice cricketers were unavailable. That's when we won a test series in uh, in Australia. And that is why I always believe that it is one of the greatest test series ever to have played. So it is not very easy to beat Australia in Australia. Uh, as for this series, yes, I'm I'm, I'm very happy for Usman Khwaja. I've, uh, I mean, I remember in 2010 when Usman Faza made his test debut at Sydney. It was an Ashes, and I, I woke up very early just to watch Usman Faza bat because I was so excited to watch him bat. I had, uh, I had read, a, uh, I had, read, uh, I had read a lot of good things about him. And I'm very happy that Usman Faza managed to score those two centuries in a, in a test match at Sydney. I'm very happy for that. And as far as the bowling in concern, Pat Cummins is by far the best test bowler at present. We talk about Jaspreet Bumrah, Rabada has regained form. But to me, uh, no, no fast bowler gives me the kind of adrenal rush which Cummins gives me. Uh, Cummins was absolutely fantastic throughout, this, uh, throughout the series. I was very... Boland really, uh, Boland really surprised me. Because, I, I mean, uh, before I saw Boland, I thought that, you know, I mean... My first impression of Boland was that he's going to be a dibbly dobbly kind of a bowler, who is 125-130 bowling, and he will take one test in one But Boland has proved to be highly impactful, you know, throughout the series. Boland has really, really, really surprised me. So yeah, overall, I'm not very surprised. Australia were the favourites. I had predicted that Australia that 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 Australia would win the series five five nil or four nil, and this is exactly what has happened. Yeah, just to add a bit about the stats here. So, Travis Head uh, at the end of the series had the highest runs, 357. Then Labuschagne, 335. Root, huh? Root still scored 322 runs. Then Warner, 273. Khwaja with just two test matches, he came and he hit those 200. So, he scored 255. Smith had a very, you know, mediocre series by his amazing standards. Only 244 runs. David Malan scored 244. Stokes was 236. Cam Green, 228. Johnny Bairstow had only two test matches. Unfortunately, he also did not play the last test match. Mm. And the England batting was just abysmal. And now, you know, let me share the bowling screen also, Adit, and then I'll come to you. Mm. I mean, 
what a disaster. I mean, just look at this, right? Pat Cummins, 21 wickets. In four test matches, by the way. Mitchell Stark played five test matches, 19 wickets. Boland was just... He blew England with 18 wickets in three test matches. And an average of 9.55 and a strike rate of 27. Holy shit! Uh, for England, Mark Wood was a good find in the series. Got 17 wickets. Lyon, 16. Green. Just look at England. They could not pick wickets also. Nor they could score runs. And Adit, what were your views on the Ashes overall? So, I I, uh, I agree with you. The Ashes are not at all a good series when it happens in Australia. It's competitive and compelling to watch when it happens in England. Because Australia just gives a fight in England. England refused to give a fight in Australia. Because if you see the last test, last two Ashes in England, England won 1-3-2. And the last one, Aussies drew two all. And even that two all, Aussies, I would reckon, probably would have won had it not been for that freakish Ben Stokes innings in Headingley, where he was a little lucky as well. You know, the run out missed and he was plumb in front. So, Australia probably deserved to win that Ashes as well. The, the, the problem with England is that they don't have test batsmen. You know, you win test matches by winning 20 wickets only when you set targets, right? Like the last, last test match, just take that as an example. England was playing 68 for 0 and they were scoring at 4 runs and over. How the hell does an elite team lose 10 wickets for 56 runs? Correct. Now, uh, one can say that that India has done the same thing in Adelaide once, but then it came back and won the series. England seems to have done that every series, and they they got progressively worse, right? Like, and the thing is, this is like when I was growing up as a kid, I hated like I wanted Australia to lose, but I almost hated rooting for England because unko dekho na, they always feel like they either have like make excuses about why they didn't win. Or uh, uh, they, they just didn't have that fight that Australia had, that occasion when McGrath and Vaughan would give it back to the only two people I thought in the England lineup, apart from Joe Root, were fighting hard were Stuart Broad and Mark Wood. James Anderson was good in terms, but James Anderson was also flat at times, right? But Stuart Broad, man, the three test matches he gave, he just he was just giving it back. And I hate Stuart Broad in many ways, but one thing you cannot agree that that man, I mean, I don't like that he didn't doesn't walk off. Like when he hits the cover of the damn ball, he doesn't walk off and things like that. But you cannot doubt his spirit, you know? And same for Mark Wood. Um, the problem with England is, again, the top 1, 2, 3, 6, 7, and 5. <laughs> so, in the top 7, only Joe Root was set. Otherwise, Ben Stokes was not playing that well. Um, Josh Butler, I don't know why they keep picking him. I think Josh Butler is a phenomenal white ball player. Probably is their future captain in te- uh, ODIs and T20s after uh, Morgan. But I think they need they need Ben Folks there. And um, Ian Chappell actually had a very stunning observation. He said that the problem with England is they don't know how to use their spinner. First, they pick Jack Leach on a green top where Anderson and Stuart Broad should have played. I mean, that ball was... And they chose to bat. I mean... Abne starting is three dumb key, and why they left Anderson because ball pink in Adelaide me, and Adelaide me the ball was turning on day one. The pink ball was turning, and Jack Leach was dropped. Dusra Jack Leach would ball around the wicket into the pads, right? So Ian Chappell said that you cannot win. Is like that the reason why India and other teams had won in Australia is because they were attacking on from both ends. But England me pehle se wo Ashley Giles wala concept hai na spinner is only good to hold up one end, and the fast bowlers will come and pick. 
pick up wickets on the other end. That only changed for three or four years when Graham Swan was the lead England spinner because Swan was just a brilliant bowler. He was similar to what Ashwin is in India. You know, gets you turn, bounce and purges. So, England's thinking was flawed. Thi. Second, Johnny Bairstow, you're probably a batsman who can give uh, and Zach Crawley, both players who can give Australia back because they're unorthodox, they're attacking, they're sitting in the uh, the dugout because, uh, again, England has this problem that we technically perfect players. Ko so you had that disaster called Hasib Hamid. I mean, he must be a phenomenal player, but the way he got out, I mean, it was like they showed in every single test match, like ki, uh, he holds the bat too low. England mein khelta ho, aise khelta. He doesn't know. And if you pull up his average, I think the the one his last innings where he scored nine, he would have got out three or four times. Once he was dropped, the second times he, he almost got like he almost nicked a ball, and then he finally nicked away. And anyway, you could you could write a script that he will ball khelega and ultimately he'll nick it to the keeper or the three slips in a gully. And that's how he got out. So, if you have openers aise hai, toh, I mean, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. So, I think England missed a trick. You win in Australia when you have aggressive players who give it back to the Aussies, who play Travis Head type innings, right? Who just take the game away. When you are 15 for 3 or when you're 20 for 3, sometimes you need someone to come out and score like 25 of 20 balls and not do 25 of 100 balls because then they'll be like, oh my God. This game could just go away. We need to spread out the field. And that's how the game progresses. You know, this entire series for England, I can remember the last, last innings of the entire series was when they had an opening partnership of those 60-odd runs between Rory Burns and Zach Crawley. And no one else scored two middle. Yeah, they had total three middle-order partnerships. Two between Milan and Root. And one between Johnny Bairstow and... Ben Stokes. They had three partnerships. When it comes to bowling, they had Mark Woods sixfa, Stuart Broad's fifa. These two spells that were worth. England was consistently dropping catches. Consistently throughout the series, they were dropping catches. And then when it comes to their captaincy, I don't know their team selection has to be the most atrangi team selection on planet Earth. Is it so hard? Hard to be an England cricket team fan. I can just imagine all these England fans, right? So, here's my question. Just a minute, Navneet. I'll come to you. Uh, and I'll unmute you, Navneet. Otherwise, there's a lot of echo at your end. So, then uh, the audio goes down. So, here's my thing. Now, I want to talk about something else now. I want to talk about the analysis of what has happened post, you know, everybody in England, what I like is, you know, media is very robust. Everybody has an I'm opinion. I'm so my nephews. You have, yeah, yeah, no, no. So, so we have this, you know, video podcast or podcast that Nasus and Mike Atherton, uh, Rob Keys and uh, another guy, I forgot his name, do that. Then Ian you Ward. have BT Ian Sport. Ward. Yeah, Ian Ward, yeah. Then you have Nick Compton coming and speaking. Then you have Mark Ramprakash coming and speaking on BT Sport. Then you have David Gower today coming up with this brilliant analysis that you guys play IPL, that's why you lose. And, and this IPL bogey is very irritating. But let me tell you that even that Ashwell Prince ka tweet, no, oh, I'm so glad Marco Johansson gave it back. He didn't care about the IPL. Baba, jada phudak mat. Pehli bar, nobody does anything. Australia and England have been far worse bullies and South Africa is far worse in sledging in their heyday than India can ever be in sledging. So, you know, screw you. 
आई मीन मेरा तो आंसर ये है एशुअल प्रिंस को नो बडी एज फॉरगॉटन हाउ साउथ अफ्रीका इज बिहेव विद इंडिया वेन इंडिया इज गॉन देन हुज फॉरगॉटन आंड्रे नेल आंड्रे नेल क्या करता था बोलते हो वो दिखता नहीं है Why does everyone? Why are people so jealous of India's rise and the IPL's rise? I mean, why can't they just accept that they play at a very shit time when it comes to their county cricket? Because they want to put their 2020 white ball and this 100 tournament, and their pitch quality goes down. Everybody knows their reason. So, what do you make of it, Nami? You rightly said. you know blaming ipl is the easiest thing to do and and you know for some reason it has just become fashionable especially among the english cricketers and among the you know uh, south african cricketers i think for most them for most of them it is just a case of uh, it is just a case of sad grapes you know nothing else and you know we have seen that <coughs> and i don't think that you know i mean ipl can hamper your test uh, you know i mean IPL can hamper you in any way. In fact, I remember that Ian Morgan in 2018 he said, you know, uh, till 2015 England were a very mediocre ODI, uh, were were a very mediocre ODI side. And 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 you know, uh, uh, Ian Morgan actually said that on record that playing IPL actually helped him and a lot of uh, and a lot of other uh, English cricketers as well, like cricketers like uh, cricketers like uh, uh, Josh Butler. Josh Butler has been such an impactful cricketer for England in uh, in all the formats practically in last three four years, and then Josh Butler has been playing IPL regularly and he has been exceedingly well in the IPL. So I just don't get this thing at all. And see, if you don't want to play IPL, that's completely fine. There have been some cricketers in the past who didn't play a particular season of the IPL because they wanted to preserve themselves for the ASEs, and that is completely fine. so i don't buy this thing that you know ipl has had an adverse impact on the on the test cricket or on the quality of test cricket or on any other team for that matter so blaming ipl is absolutely puerile ex- extremely silly and absolutely misplaced i don't see that how ipl has hampered the prospects of any team at all is okay okay i agree that okay the only thing that comes to my mind is injuries okay so in 2011 just after the world cup ipl happened and gautam gambhir got injured in that ipl and and and, and just after the ipl uh, india visited england and and i think gambhir only played one or two test matches after that the after that uh, uh, i mean according to reports and according to what i know that you know gautam gambhir hid his injury from the indian team management it got worsened and that and and, and that cost india a lot things like these uh, you know uh, have have happened in the past but to say that ipl hampers cricketers in any in any way is absolutely wrong okay so first thing to, to to bash the ipl is lazy idiotic analysis but it's also the easier way out because you are you know you are taking on the supposed big bully in the room with that is india so unko ye bhi hai ki david gaur also needs this psl contract to be renewed next year so he wants he should he did not bash the psl or the vitality blast or the 100 i'm saying if you want to bash t20 competitions in the world bash all of them you know agar aapko itna hi problem hai as ex cricketers like michael holding i have a lot of disagreements with him but he does not go out and commentate on t20 tournaments because as a principally opposes it right 
if if you are bashing the ipl but then you are continuing to do the broadcast work if you really have the uh, oh the guts to take on go to the freaking t20 competition and start bashing the t20 competition i want to see you want to make as ex cricketers you want to make the money of it but you won't say a thing but that's that's the point about the comment the first second point yeah i whole... also want to add i hope ashwal prince never takes up a job in the ipl are usko shayad job nahi mili hogi isliye rota hoga you know all, half of these play dekho twitter pe kya hai all of these player want players want to be twitter and youtube stars unko pata hai ki there are two sets of people that absolutely love one is indian cricket fans and two fans who hate indian cricket so uh, if you don't get to praise indian cricket fans you start bashing people who hate indian cricket so aapko us time se what is this daniel alexander you know is a creation of people who don't like indian cricket i mean that man i've never seen a more hateful man than that so these are all variations of daniel alexander so so that is that is one part right so now the second part agar ipl nahi hota in 2021 would you have seen t natarajan elevated or mohammad siraj elevated this fast yes they came from the ranji trophy but they had these amazing stints at the india would have not won the 2021 series in australia had it not been the products of ipl let's see who the products of ipl are rishabh pant mohammad siraj t natarajan jaspreet bumrah shreyas ayer and to some extent rohit sharma as well who had a terrible test record when he first came and then he turned it around when he became the captain of no cricket is bad cricket i don't understand like sachin tendulkar did not become a less lesser player yaar we said 2010 was the most golden year of his career that was his third year as being the captain of the mumbai indians where he took them to the final he won the orange cap in the ipl and scored runs in 2010 i mean i forgot to even say that so in 2010 i think one year he was the second highest scorer and the the year after he was the highest scorer and in 2011 when mumbai indians won the ipl or 2011 or 12 i forget when they won uh, tendulkar was, uh, was injured for the final he just announced his retirement in an interview to harsha bhogle right so it's it's it does not affect the players it actually enhances the quality of players the reason why indian cricketers are such good players of fast bowling is because they play fast bowlers in the nets in the ipl they play along with it this this rubbish only happens in cricket have you seen fifa players uh, uh, whine about this that oh you know because we played too much premier league uh, kushal you are on mute you are still on mute kushal i i don't think kushal can hear me <laughs> uh, kushal you were on mute the whole time oh, i'm sorry i i forgot to unmute myself so i just want to add one more thing over here to back you up it's not just indian players who benefit from ipl international players also get to play with other top quality players and they also improve their game so what nonsense is this no, no i i i, I want to paisa mil raha tumko rona band karo I, I I wanted to ask Ashwell Prince if IPL is so bad, then why was Devilliers, Amy Devilliers not playing for South Africa and playing for IPL instead? You know, why, why Ashwell Prince so PSL को coach कर रहा है ना? That's what I'm telling you, ना? मैं वही तो बोल रहा हूँ. That ultimately there are two sets of fans, fans that or two sets of cricketers, cricketers who profit of the IPL and cricketers who profit of the other leagues that are not the IPL. so they start so these are all variations of daniel alexander who ultimately want to talk psl and stuff. and i want the psl to succeed yaar theek hai pakistaniyon ko bhi unki do do teen khushi milne to usme kya hai i like i like to watch i like to watch india versus pakistan and 
the only way it will be a fair contest is if Pakistan also has such quality players. And, and, and if PSL produces good quality, Pakistani players are playing in BBL. In fact, the funny thing is Indian players are only playing in the IPL. English players, the other teams, other teams have travelers who roam around, right? Uh, and and play play other places. If you have so stop, put a ban on English players not playing in the IPL and tell them only to play 100 in the blast. They don't have to do that because And offline, you have a very important point raised. England player IPL? Khelte? Ben Stokes ah, okay. Josh no, no, let's go from the top. Na. Ab, ab, ab baat, you know, ye, ye wo, wo hai na. Baat so, Rory Burns, Nain, jao, jao, pura jao. Rory Burns, the most phenomenal IPL player, along with the greatest IPL talent, Hasib Hamid. Then, then you have the brilliant, brilliant IPL, uh, IPL talent, um, uh, unka bowler, Ollie Robinson. Who, who was bowling at 115 kilometers an hour at the end? I mean, he was so consumed by how much IPL he played. <laughs> then, then you have people like um, uh, people like Ben Stokes. But Ben Stokes to 2019 when he Correct. So same for Joss Butler. Joss Butler, I think he should not be. Johnny Bairstow. Johnny Bairstow was the only English batsman to get 100 in the team. And he played with a very attacking mindset. Dare I say a very IPL mindset. And then the English fans had a lot of fun Right. So, so these are the things. Then you have, um, uh, who are the players, English players who are stars of the IPL? Sam Curran. He's no longer, he's not in the team. Right. Adil Rashid, he doesn't test match. Khelta nahi hai. Moin Ali, retired from test match cricket. So, your star players in IPL, mein, except for Butler and Stokes, they don't even play that much test cricket. James Anderson IPL nahi khelta. Stuart Broad IPL nahi khelta. The, 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 Jack Leach doesn't play IPL. So you and one could argue that England could do well with a lot of spinners traveling to that. Look at Adam Zampa. Adam Zampa has turned into a brilliant T20 limited over spinner because he plays in T20 games. And in my opinion, Adam Zampa was the difference between Australia and the other teams in the last 2021 World Cup. That man was impossible to score off. But you never see, see, this is what I mean, whining, right? Whenever Australia has lost to India, did you ever see Shane Vaughan or Shane Vaughan to care? He loves the IPL, so he won't say a word about he's a being no, Shane Vaughan has been taunted. These people need to decide whether they want to play for Team Australia or IPL. He taunted that Steve Smith picks IPL. Great cricketer wale bhi IPL ke upar slime. No, abne, abne great cricketer wale, because Echo Insurance is their sponsor. Ah. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, if you if you get me started, all these buggers either want Indian sponsorships, Indian viewerships, or if they don't get, they want uh, uh, others. So I think in uh, as Indian fans also, or our Indian fans ki bhi problem hai. Kisi ne India ko gali de di na, 2000 log aagay comments mein, uh, 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 is like, they'll say that Indian fans are very intolerant. And uh, our 2000 people will comment saying, uh, laugh a maring Twitter mein, bol mein tolerant hu, bol mein tolerant. Why do you care about what these idiots say, right? Just ignore them, mock them and get over with it, right? We shouldn't be so, we shouldn't have such an inferiority complex uh, also. I, the fact is India is the most powerful board in the world and India is going to wield it whether they like it or not. And the thing is, if they really want, like if they really want to take on uh, bash that India doesn't pay attention to world cricket over India has actually no incentive to play world cricket. 
I think I'm I'm glad. I think the BCCI needs to do more. I agree that the BCCI is not doing enough sometimes to promote test cricket because I think entrance should be made free and things like that. But that has nothing to do with what the IPL IPL is accomplishing. IPL is for the players. Yari players 35-36 retire ho jayenge. Unko paise nahi mil rahe the IPL is giving them money. It's giving them employment. And think about this. When we were growing up, how many Indian players did we know? Right? Ranji Trophy probably 30-35 players. Now, there is a group of 150 players that is always in the reckoning because of the IP. And yeah. that remains yeah. to... I, I agree. See, I think what's wrong with English cricket is, and maybe we'll wrap up by these uh, by, by, mm-hmm. on this note because it's already an hour and 27 minutes. Now, what's wrong with England? England is their own problem. They have messed up their red ball cricketing circuit. They have changed the timings when they play the county county championships. They have done all these bad things. Blaming the IPL makes no sense. IPL is the easiest scapegoat as you know they always say. Uh, and look, England has to do the introspection at their end. If your team sucks, nobody's going to you know do anything about it. But the bottom line is you know, India India used to suck too, but we didn't blame anything else. We just sucked as a team. Ask an Indian fan how it feels. We've had a bad team for such a long time. Uh, so I, I thought David Gower's comments were ridiculous. And nobody is forcing, you know, you know, nobody's forcing anyone to get into all this nonsense. You know, the future. The future want, of the sport. To, sorry, uh, Kushal, I don't mean to interrupt. I had to add one line. You really know, want to know why David Gower makes these comments also? He has a Sky Sports ka contract. He has a full-time commentary job. Uh, he's not getting the IPL one, I'm sure. Uh, too bad, <laughs> I would mind. No, I would mind. This is the Ambani model. Na. You find the newspapers that criticize you the most and do a front page ad on those. I will do a front page ad on your newspaper. So, newspaper So, I get David Gower and tell him to commentate on, uh, on IPL for one year. Dekho fir kaise, you know, uh, uh, hai apne. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess uh, we'll see. I don't know. We, we'll see about it. But I think England's problems are far deeper than the IPL. England has a systemic issue in their sport. They just don't have enough players. They're used to playing on English pitches where dibbly dobbly bowlers are very successful. And uh, guess what? India beat them there. And uh, India beat them handsomely over there with the same thing they had. But we'll wrap today's discussion up. I know there are a few super chats. I'll maybe take up uh, them in the next uh, next cricket discussion. Whenever that happens next month, we'll take them up. We've already crossed the hour and 30-minute mark. So, guys, as always, pleasure talking to both of you. And, uh, guys, please go on Twitter and you can follow both Namneet and um, Adit. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, please subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Leave your comments. Please uh, uh, don't abuse Virat Kohli. Uh, and I hope Indian cricket team uh, does well in the future. We'll end it today. On that note, please support the Charvak podcast. Bye.